Sport, GAA. Tell Labs Ladies Junior Football Final. Classy St. Bridges show clinical touch in front of the posts to lift junior title. Article by Charlie Keegan. The score, St. Bridget's 3 goals and 28 points. St. Andrews, 1 goal and 2 points. The red and green of St. Bridget's was flying high at Netwatch Cullen Park on Sunday afternoon as the Clonmore ladies put newcomers St. Andrews of Bagnallstown to the sword in this Carlo Ladies Junior Football Final. The final score tells the story of a mismatch which was totally dominated by the girls from the Carlo Wicklow border with the way being led by left half forward Sarah Doyle who hit one goal and nine points, one goal and seven points from play and midfielder Ava Kiernan who accounted for six points, all from open play. This was the Bagnallstown ladies' first year in competition and Sunday's final was a baptism of fire for the wearers of the green and black but they can put this heavy defeat down to experience and move on to 2022. But this game was all about St. Bridget's, who showed outstanding teamwork throughout the game. They remained fully focused long after the game had failed to be a realistic challenge, and one feels that this team can really go places at intermediate level next year. St. Bridget's supporters were making the point after the game that this is very welcome silverware for the ladies' equivalent of Clonmore GFC, considering that the men of Clonmore have recently slipped down into junior football status after 70 years. The scale of the Bridget's victory could have been much greater, but for the fact that in the opening 20 minutes they missed a number of gilt-edged goal chances. But taking their points, they took immediate control of matters, with Ava Kiernan and Sarah Doyle laying down early markers with points out of play before the first minute had elapsed. St Andrews struggled in all aspects of play. They could not force the ball into the St Bridget's half for the best part of 15 minutes, and at the first water break had fallen eight points to nil in arrears. Eventually, when the Bagnallstown ladies did manage to make their way into Bridget's territory, they were met with a strong and talented half-back line in Orla Keeley, Pam Murphy and Alva Maguire. Full forward Fiona Hobson, centre forward Rachel Hickey and Danielle Lamb, the smallest player on the pitch, were all prominent as they were provided with a bountiful supply of ball from the total outfield mastery being exerted with team captain Megan Doyle providing fine support for the magnificent Ava Kiernan. Bridget's, showing all the skills of the game, catching, passing and scoring, also demonstrated an ability to turn over St Andrew's ball on numerous occasions. Roisin Meany, Rebecca Kelly and Ali Cushion tried their utmost to stem the tide of scores against them, but all the Bagnallstown ladies could show from a first half of very limited possession was a point out of play from full forward Chloe Beck on 25 minutes. By half-time, they trailed one goal and 16 points to one point. The Bridget's goal coming on 23 minutes when the talented and stylish Sarah Doyle availed of a poor kick-out to find the net. It was Sarah Doyle who opened the second half, scoring with a point from play, but there was an immediate response from Andrews as a shot from Chloe Beck was allowed to slip through the hands of Bridget's netminder Anna Lynch for a green flag. But the trend of domination by the ladies in red and green remained undiminished and it was to the credit of both sides that the game was 35 minutes old before there was a point from a free converted for the champions elect by Sarah Doyle as her side led by a massive 119 to 1-1. 
In fact, a second Doyle point from a free was the only other placed ball score, with 32 of the flags raised coming from open play. The hard times continued for St Andrews as Danielle Lamb shot to the net on 39 minutes, the only break in the flow of Bridget's scores being interrupted by a point out of play by Andrews' left half-back, Leanne Carroll. By the second water break, a total of 26 points separated the sides, 2.25 to 1.2. The game's final quarter brought no relief or scores for the Bagnallstown ladies. That period of play was highlighted by a cameo of 1-2 from play in the space of two minutes by St Bridget's substitute Leah Furlong, daughter of Shawnee Furlong, the Wicklow Senior County Forward star. In all, eight St Bridget's players shared in their huge total. The determination of the champions emphasised by an injury time block by full-back Alicia Ryan to prevent a St Andrews goal. The teams. St Bridget's, Anna Lynch, Chloe Smith, Alicia Ryan, Lauren McGrath, Orla Keeley, one point. Pam Murphy, Alva Maguire. Ava Kiernan, six points. Megan Doyle. Megan Kane, one point. Rachel Hickey, two points. Sarah Doyle, one goal and nine points. Two points from freeze. Cleva Byrne. Fiona Hobson, four points. Danielle Lamb, one goal and two points. The subs. Leah Furlong, one goal and three points for Byrne, 33 minutes. Lauren Quigley for McGrath, 43 minutes. Rachel Tracy for Maguire, 47 minutes. Danielle Byrne for Lamb, 49 minutes. Rachel Tallon for Hobson, 51 minutes. St Andrews. Chantel Kelly, Holly Sinnott, Sophie Walsh, Roisin Meany, Emer Lillis, Orla Bulger, Leanne Carroll, 1 point. Sinead McCullough, Rebecca Kelly, Neve Minchin, Ali Cushion, Katie Tunstead, Ellen Condon, Chloe Beck, 1 goal and 1 point. Sarah Clark. The subs. Ebony Darcy for Condon half time, Laura Murphy for Clark half time, Sarah Foley for Walsh half time, Emma Lillis for Sinnott 47 minutes, Rachel McCullough for Minchin 48 minutes, Referee Marion Hayden, Airog. Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship Preview Tough task in store for Mount Leinster Rangers as All Ireland Champions come to town. Article by Kieran Murphy. Mount Leinster Rangers versus Ballyhale Shamrocks, Netwatch Cullen Park, Saturday, 2pm. It is hard to believe it is as far back as the 19th of September that Mount Leinster Rangers retained their title when beating St Mullins in the County Senior Hurling Final. In contrast, Ballyhale Shamrocks, who they play on Sunday, beat O'Loughlin Gales on November the 7th to clinch a four-in-a-row Kilkenny title. In the stop-start nature of sport in the pandemic, it has been trying times. Lockdowns, behind closed doors, not mixing the hurling and football championships in Carlow. Connor Phelan, the Rangers manager, says it's just a case of getting on with what is put in front of you. For the last two years, we have tried to manage the best we can. It is great sport has been allowed back over the last few months. There is great enjoyment watching it and great enjoyment playing it. The pandemic is something on the back of our minds the whole time and we just have to mitigate against it as much as possible, he says. The Kilkenny champions will test their resolve on Saturday. We have had to get our house in order and we have to be competitive at the weekend. We are going okay. We have a small enough panel and need everyone fit. To be competitive, we have to be hitting all our frees. They need to miss a few. We need to take our chances and they need to miss a few, reasons Connor. 
Rangers made it to the semi-final in the Senior Football Championship this year. This helped keep the players in shape. We would be very pro-football. We would encourage as many footballers to play. I think there was only five hurlers who don't play football. It was up to us and Johnny Nevin who is over the football to link in. We have a connection in both squads. He was very flexible and we were very flexible. It showed. They got a good run and only lost to Aerog in the semi-final. You can manage both the best you can. There is a club there who are lucky enough. They want to play both and manage both the best we can. By the time the football season ended for them, the dual players had been out for 15 weeks in a row. Phelan says the focus is on Ballyhale now. We took a session a week with the hurlers without taxing them too much. We tried to keep their skill work up. In fairness, they are a driven bunch of guys. They want to be competitive in Leinster, and drawing Ballyhale, they want to showcase their efforts. It is a case of managing them all. Later that evening, at the same venue, Grange entertained Kilcullen of Kildare in the Leinster Junior Football Championship quarter-final with a 5pm throw-in. It will be Grange's first game since their convincing county final win over Tin Ryland, after they were given a walk-over in the first round of Leinster by Barrow House of Leash. Their opponents were relegated from the Kildare Intermediate Championship during the summer, but bounced back just a couple of months later to win their county's junior crown. They have the advantage of already playing a game in this competition when they comfortably saw off Wicklow champions Barn Darig by 2-11 to 5 points. The winners of the game will progress to a semi-final against either St Mark's of Dublin or Castletown Finney Cool Whitehall of Westmead. GAA scores. Under 20 Football Championship Group 1. Aerog 4 goals and 13 points. Bagnallstown Gales 4 points. Clonmore 14 points. St Patrick's 1 goal and 9 points. Under 20 Football Championship Fenna 2 goals and 12 points. Rathvilly 8 points. Michael Davitz, 6 goals and 5 points. Aska, 4 goals and 5 points. 2020 Leinster Intermediate Camogie Championship first round. Michael, 4 goals and 12 points. Conaghy Shamrocks, Kilkenny, 3 goals and 10 points. 2020 Leinster Junior Camogie Championship first round. Nave Breed Offaly, 4 goals and 13 points. Ballon Killen, 2 goals and 4 points. Basketball. Gael Kalashti Cahirloch into All-Ireland semi-final. In the All-Ireland Schools Cup basketball competition this week, a tremendous second-half performance by the Gael Kalashti Cahirloch under-19 team has projected them into an All-Ireland semi-final slot. The Carlow School came into the game winning all their league matches with relative ease, hitting 70-plus points in their games. This game against the fancied Wesley College from Dublin was fast, with both teams in exceptional form, shooting some great baskets from both within and outside the paint. In the first quarter, the Gael Kalashta team had chances. Three-point shots that they had been sinking with ease in previous games were not happening, but only trailed on a margin of four, 11 points to 15, at the end of Q1. The Wesley defence seemed to be getting stronger as the game progressed, and they hit the half-timer buzzer leading by 12 points. 35 to 23, netting a superb three-point shot right on the buzzer. Conrad Dinachon netted 13 points for GCC, with Milo Fiachon four, 
Ben Kevanach two, Oshino Trasig two, David Kevanach two, netting the other scores. Gael Kalosh Kaharluk came out for Q3 and started a blistering pace. Milo Fawneen and David Kevanach took control of the defensive rebounds. Suddenly, Oshino Trasig and Conor O'Dinacoin managed to shake off their markers and Conor netted three three-point shots. Ben Kevanach was beginning to get inside the Wesley defence and he netted four baskets. Oshin netted two with David two and Milo two. Wesley were reeling from these attacks and the quarter end saw the Gael Kaloshta team hitting 26 points to leave them leading 49-46 to 46 going into Q4. Wesley top scorer Titus Van Melsius kept the Dublin school in the game. He was a constant danger every time he had the ball. Their other top scorer Owen O'Neill was benched as he had hit four fouls, as was the Gael Kaloshta post player David Kevanach both being held in reserve for the last two minutes. Conor O'Shaughnon had possibly his best game today, cleaned up on defence and was excellent with his passing game. The last two minutes were frantic. Wesley could not wrestle the lead back from the Carlo lads. The free-flowing game that GCC like overpowered the Dublin school and were outscored 18-15 to to leave Gael Kaloshta Caharluk winners 67 points to 61. The team... Gael Kaloshta Caharluk, Brody Gomiuch, Milo O'Fiachain, 8 points, Cahal Barraid, Joshua O'Kirdavon, Conor O'Dinachain, 32 points, Ben Kevanach, 15 points, Conor O'Shaughnain, Adam McCanna, Adam O'Bruder, Seamus Makuola, Joshua O'Donagain, Oshino Trasig, 6 points, David Kevanach, 6 points. Meanwhile, in the insuremyvan.ie National League Division 1, IT Carlo had an impressive win when they ended Limerick Sport Eagles' unbeaten start to the season by 92-83 on Friday night. IT Carlo trailed 29-23 at the end of the opening quarter and 49-48 at half-time, but a strong third saw them lead 69-61 going into the final quarter and they never looked back. They were helped to victory by Nate Schaefer, 27 points, Roland Vikels, 23 points, and Kevin Donahue, 22 points.